Welcome back to uh, No Boundaries, episode five. Um, we're sitting here with the two boys next to me, as usual, Nick Kyrgios and James Frawley. It's good to be doing another boys. Um, but we have a super, super amazing guest in store for us today. And you guys, current UFC world champion, the big dog, Alex <laughs> Volkanovsky. How are you, man? I'm good, mate. I'm good. <laughs> 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 Alexander the fucking great. You best it. believe it. Yeah, that Philly shell, huh? That Philly shell. We're you know, doing well. The last time I saw Volk was uh, we were doing a bit of a Call of Duty thing, and you know I had to shape up and I had to you know stare him in the eyes, and I've never been so scared in my life. <laughs> That's not like, what you said when you came back to camera. When, when I came back to camera, the story is you know Volk was scared, but. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it right there. I couldn't do it. Yeah, you talk, bro. I was the look. Wait, what's the look? Wait, you gotta look right there. I, I looked at him, bro. I was like, I look right between. <laughs> I look at their nose. I look into their nose. I look right at it. That's all I focus on. And uh, it makes the stand out a lot easier. Uh, so I'm giving everyone away my tricks this now. Is during, this is during the, the shape up. Yeah, but all I'm saying is the people with... Because they, they try to focus on the eyes, right? So you just see them like they're doing this, they're like, their eyes just keep changing. And yeah. Awkward, and I just sit there, digging into their soul, just looking right at them, like, hey. <laughs> okay. So Volk, like, if I, if I was in the cage with you, yeah, they say that the person with the more reach usually has a chance of winning, like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Man, I, I, I want to say that's true, but I don't think I've ever had a, a longer reach, or I don't think I was ever taller than any of my opponents, and I'm, I've been pretty successful, so I don't yeah. think that is. Pretty successful. In yeah. your last fight, you weren't even phased. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah, how did, that, how did that Call of Duty happen for you boys, though? Um, well, honestly... I don't know, but uh, you know, anything we can we can cut any any of this away. But yeah. you know, I was in, I was in the bar underneath underneath you know the hotel, and you know this this there was a loud unit you know coming over my way before <laughs> the night before, and I had no idea I'd never met Volk before, and he was you know having a couple of beers and, and a couple of drinks, and he came over, he's like, Nick man, I'm Volk, and I was like petrified because I was like, <laughs> this guy is insane, and uh, you know we went home and we just honestly kicked it off from the from the get go. You know we had a great time doing the Call of Duty thing. I thought it went smoothly. I met. I, I I learned a couple of new things about you. The green lime suit. I will never forget that. The green lime suit. Yeah. Oh, what's this? <laughs> we gotta bring this story up. What's this? Um, we, 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 had, we had to dig each other. We dig some dirt on each other. Yeah, <laughs> fucking jazz dancing and all that. That's so funny. Fucking Volk's bringing up my jazz dancing and stuff was so embarrassing. Yeah, the video bro. came out real good though. It was good. I it, was it, was it was fun. It was fun. It was dope. It was fun. That was good fun. I was a little dusty, you're right. We seen each other the night before, and I was uh, a little dusty that morning, but we got through it. We got through it. We did. That's dope. To follow up on the shape, um, the sh the what was it? The shape up. The shape up. Yeah. Peter Reckon's got more chance, Volk. You in a tennis match versus Kiggs, or Kiggs <laughs> in the ring against you? Oh, that's a good question, bro. Well, I would. I would <laughs> both are like a million to one. I, I would say him on tennis match. Because I, I would just tap the floor three <laughs> times as soon as I got in the cage with you. I wouldn't even bother. But I, could, I reckon Volk, he's got some chance. I disagree because there's no way I'll be able to return one of his, uh, <laughs> one of his uh, serves. So, mate, I think I'll just be getting wiped out the whole time. <laughs> be good to see anyway. Definitely be good to see. That's, yeah. that's funny. But I reckon he, he's got a good physique for it. He'd be an absolute warrior out there. He'd fit as hell for sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, he's gone side to side like a thousand times. He can be a short tennis star? Yeah. Yeah. Bloody oath again. Oh, really? There's, yeah, there's yeah. one guy dominating, like, shout out Diego. Yeah. I mean, he's what, 5'7? There's a guy 5'7, he's like top 10 in the world, bro. Like, you're a warrior. Okay. Yeah, he's a killer. Oh, there you go. I just thought, like, you know, trying to, trying to look over that net, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's dope. Um, all right, well, going, you know, bringing it back to the start of everything, you know, young Alex, like, upbringing wise. What it look for, look like for you, you know, up in Wollongong, um, you know, the main sport there is like rugby. You know, obviously that's the start of your journey, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, like uh, I played a few sports. To be honest, I played soccer first because that was just uh, me and my dad used to play uh, soccer. My brother was playing soccer, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll play soccer. But out of all the sports I played, soccer was definitely uh, my worst. I'll, I'll be honest. But uh, so then I ended up uh, going to wrestling. I oh, right. wrestling and that's what 
well, probably in, uh, into to rugby league as well. But yeah, like you said, everyone around here playing rugby league. It's, it's so big here from where, where I'm from, and all my friends were playing rugby league. And, you know, I was wrestling. I was really good at wrestling. I got overwhelmed with the tights. <laughs> uh, I was like, you know what, just give me, give me a head, play footy with the mates. So, uh, that's, that's where it all started. And I was actually pretty good. I was really good at wrestling. I was good at uh, uh, rugby league, you know what I mean? So it was, uh, again, all my friends, uh, it was uh, growing up, man, like, yeah, the, the memories and the stories, and, you know, maybe, maybe you, you are even as well. So, 100%. Uh, yeah, plenty of uh, wild stories that came uh, that rugby league career. Yeah, we are. Uh, remember, I messaged you the other day, and I uh, told you that we watched that doco, like that little ten-minute documentary. We all sat on the couch, bro. Mm. That gave me goosebumps. Mm. Like honestly. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, that's sort of the how it is uh, to, today as well. Like in that same uh, mentality that, that I have, we talk about you know the underdog being the underdog, and, and I sort of touched on it there. Yeah, everyone would look at me like, oh, this like you know little guy. What's he gonna be doing? Like, mm. How's he in the front row? Like I'm half the size of all these other prop forwards, you know what I mean? So they're already doubting me. And uh, yeah. you know, I'm just used to proving the doubt is wrong, you know, when it started from a from a sort of a, a young age, you yeah. know what I mean? I've always uh, held my own, but whether the David, David and Goliath uh, sort of story, you know what I mean? Uh, I was always uh, pushing above my weight mm. and, and things like that. And like, I still still bring that into, into today, you know what I mean? I still have that same mentality, even though I am the champ, right? You know, yeah. you can't be, your, I don't think you're the underdog. Yeah. But, you know, I still, you know, I still got that mentality where, you know, I need to do more, you know, what I'm doing is not enough, you know, all that type of uh, yeah. jazz. So, mm-hmm. uh, I know so I picked up a uh, banging jazz there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That's well, so like, good. I can kind of relate because, like, when I watched in your, like, that little snippet of 10 minutes, like, no matter where you go and what you've achieved, like, you come back home and, like, you're doing it, you said you do it to your family, your friends, like, I have that same sort of thing, like, every time I achieve something and you come back home, it's just humbling, like straight away. Like you're doing it for your mates that, you know, always got you. Like, I don't know. It's it's comforting when you come back home, and because like I'm I'm sure you're still friends with some of those mates that you know you play rugby with, or they may reach out to you after you. You know, say you defended your, bro, like you you defended your your, your championship. You come back home, and and these boys must be just you know so proud of you, honestly. Yeah, man, uh, for sure. You know, it's a uh, it's it's history. So, I mean, I'm still the same guy I was ten years ago. Yeah. So before I even started MMA, before I was uh, even, you know, kicking ass in Octagon or whatever, I was, uh, I, mean, I just feel like the same guy. Like, if I finish it, I'll be there holding, you know, in, the, in Vegas, you know, uh, full stadium, you know, yeah. people going nuts and whatnot. I come home and I completely forget about that. I'm yeah. like yeah. walking the streets. And it's crazy. I'm just me, you know what I mean? I'm actually just how I am. I think, I think it's, uh, it's good and you know, it, it, it is humbling. It's, you know, it's something that, you know, I feel like a lot of people can uh, sort of struggle with as well, you know, yep. all that stuff happening and when their career's over, you know, some people, you know, will really struggle with, mm. you know, like, oh yeah, well, I'm used to, used to that, like the limelight, I'm used to, you know, being the man and all that type mm. of stuff and they really mm. struggle, but man, like, uh, that's one thing that I guess having a family, having a, you know, the, the small town I'm from, I'm still here, coming back to everyone. Uh, yeah. It still it just keeps me me, you know. What I mean, again, as I say, coming home and having my kids, I don't care that I'm, I'm the world champ. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just uh, it's good, but uh, you know, it's something that uh, I think that uh, I, I'm glad. I don't know if it's just the, the person I am, but you just touched on there, Nick, as well. Like uh, where it's the same for you, coming back to your family and all that type of stuff, which is why. I, from, from what a sense it's why you do it as well that, yep. that that's why that's why I do it you know I mm. people always ask me how was it when you you know with the belt you're looking at that belt it's weird because uh, you know I want to sit there and be like oh you know it's it's cool I know the belt's cool and all that but I get more out of my family and friends when I yeah. bring it back to them and see their face when they look at the belt yeah. that's what really gets me going that's when weird. I bring it back to my teams my training partners they help me in camp or my family, and you just say, man, how good is this? And they blow it out, I get more, I get the goosebumps. That's when I get the goosebumps. So I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, cool, you know? But, and then like, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't hit the same. Mm, it doesn't yep. hit the same as when, I, again, it just shows that, oh, I'm, I'm, I guess I've always been, I've never been a, a selfish sort of guy. So yep. this career path I've chosen is for my family, it's how I look after my family. And, you know, having that belt, just reminds me that I'm, I'm I'm doing the right thing to look after my, my family. You know what I mean? So that's why I really appreciate the belt. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, it's you know it's so much more than that. Yeah. 
what that does for like the circle around you and stuff like that's wicked yeah so it's like I, mean, I, I want to what I do now like we ain't going to be in this sport forever mm. but I mean I want having this belt and doing what I'm doing I want that to you know I need a leverage of that I need to do what I can right now you know this is the money do whatever I can so I can look up for my family forever because again this is a career path I chose yeah I love the sport I do love it mm. um, I, I, I'm, I'm blessed I'm lucky to be in the position I am I, I worked hard for it yeah, yeah. yeah but you know, I'm very, uh, very lucky to be in the position I am. Uh, but at the same time, you know what I mean? It's a career path I chose. So I yeah. have us. I'm here to just enjoy myself. I'm here to do it properly so I can look after my family. When, I, when it's all done, I want to be able to sit there and be like, all right, we, you know, we're still, we're still successful. We're still looking after our family. Mm. We're still doing what we need to do, you know, because that's my main, that's my main drive. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's, uh, again, it's just it's so much bigger than just, just being a world champ. It's been a dream of mine, but uh, ever since I had kids, um, it's just, uh, I guess, that, that dream. Uh, it's cool because I still got to, you know, do. I still get to, you know, reach that dream. Yeah. But at the same time, now my main, my main focus is, is, is a bit bigger than that because I've got family. No, yeah. that's so that's so cool. It's similar to like what LeBron does with like more than an athlete. You yeah. know, like it's he's not just an athlete. He's doing everything, but he's looking after so many people and always yeah. pushing, mm. always pushing for more kind of thing, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, as well with being the underdog and stuff sure. with, with Nick. Like I can see that when he was a younger kid, like he's a little bit overweight. A lot of people doubted him, but like he's done well to overcome that. Yeah. And like, as you said, like he's brought his family as well. He's brought his close mates. He does a lot for the people around him. So mm. the similarities there are really cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely can relate. 100%. When you, when you like, you see the people around you that never, ever doubted you. Like when you, when you bring something home that, you know, that those people value, that's, that's the best to see their faces. I think that's, it's powerful. It's powerful stuff. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It definitely is, and then even having that, I guess, you know, you, as you said, you know, being underdog uh, when you're younger, and you have people doubting you and all that, people can take that the wrong way and mm. yeah. or you can use it as fuel, or, or like, you, know, you can use it as resilience, you could use it, you know what I mean, to, to make you stronger, make you, you know what I mean, like, so, you know, again, like, a lot of people always ask, always get asked, like, you know, what, why are you a champ, like, what made you a champ, or something mm. like that, and I'm, I never used to know what I knew now, and I'd just be like, ah, yeah, I just work hard, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't know, like, I didn't really know the answer, yeah, just whatever. But, like, because I, I ain't no crazy athlete, you know what I mean? I'm not no, um, you know, I'm not the most talented person. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, I've got really good traits and mm. things like that, but I feel like, uh, you know, through, through like experiences and things like that, made me, uh, made them sort of uh, good traits that I have, made them possible, just purely through. Resilience of you know uh, you know wasn't good at it at one stage but I worked on it and then got there you know what I mean or you know every time there was a backward step I overcame it or I yeah. found a way to make it you know, yeah. to come out of it and then little things like that so you build off all these life experiences and made me who I am you know whether it comes down to my my family you know uh, you know having a you know that European background as well you know what I mean and the you know, hardworking uh, mentality like my, my parents and things like that and you know even me being young and having to you know, they were working hard, so I had to sort of look after myself in, in a sense. And like, now yeah. I can, you know, I know how to cook. Like, <laughs> you know, I was cooking my own dinner at a very young age and things like that, which are like, uh, just because they were working so hard to put food on the table. So it's just, again, little things. You can look at it in so many ways, but I look at it as life experiences to make me stronger. Yep. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, Volk, so like, who were who some of your uh, favorite athletes growing up? Like, did you have any, you know, in particular, like not even fighting athletes or just anyone in general? You know, for me, yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Volk, what about what, uh, when you were telling me like all the different challenges you faced, what about Ultimate Fighter when those snakes bro in the room? You shat yourself, remember? Remember that? When I was in the, to be honest, it's like I started getting nervous when it was around my neck because I was there. I'm like, oh yeah, and these Snake. guys, you know, they they let me in. Surely it's gonna be okay. Yeah. But then the little the thing went around. Yeah. 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 Go there. Yeah, the they, they put, like, yeah, they, they put big snakes in the room for him and like. And we're not talking yeah. there. Like pythons, mate. Like. I'm not lying. Like the, the body of it, like is like that thick. Dude, it's, it's a python. I'll show you the video I'm after. Talking. Yeah, we're talking, I don't know, man, I'm not good with feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking six, seven metres long. You Jeez. know what I mean? Like, maybe even more. Like, I mean, this is, these are huge. 
Like, yeah, I even just having them on me, like, I, like it was that heavy. Yeah. And then it started to squeeze and that as well. And then I'm like, he's going to choke me out. And I'm like, looking at him, like, be careful. Like, my back's getting tight and sore because it was that heavy. But I was like, well, man, I played it cool this whole time. I can't you know, look like a little fancy now. My so, God. Like, <laughs> did they start, did they start panicking on, on set and stuff? Oh, sorry. No, 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 it was all good because they were there and they, they, they controlled but they weren't moving too fast, but it was just slowly tightening and tightening and it was like perfect Oh, that's scary, bro. Jitsu, right? Perfectly, perfectly on the, uh, on the arteries, you know, it's stopping the, you know, it stopped the blood and oxygen going to the brain. So, uh, yeah, but not the first time you got out of a tough... I better move my neck a little bit. <laughs> not the first time you got out of a tough situation. <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind you know, getting out of that little choke hold there? <laughs> That was a bad mistake on their behalf, you know. I mean, <laughs> team, but I, I, I had that experience from the bottom. There you go. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Now, I'm an athlete, so you asked you ask me about athletes, my favourite athletes growing up. Yeah. Um, yeah, who'd you look up to the most? Looked up to the most, man. Because uh, I started watching UFC at a very young age, when like no one really knew about it in Australia. Like, it wasn't a big sport, like, you know, it's growing a lot now, but... And there was a time where, you know, not many people knew about it. But uh, Chuck Liddell was uh, one of the, the mm, guys yeah, that I always uh, looked, up, looked up to just when I started watching. And he was a man at the time. Uh, so uh, that was something that, that, yeah, he was just someone that I was like, you know, I guess just an idol of mine, you know, because it was something I always wanted to do. Mm. Even though I wasn't doing it at the time, it was something I always wanted to do. And I was just a massive fan. But I still remember when he... Uh, when he, like, he lost a couple times, but there was one loss where I thought he was back. He was back, yeah? Like, he lost it. Like, and this is his time. He's back. Yeah. He was going, he's looking good, and then got knocked out clean. And uh, I remember, like, I was working a few days later. My brother was standing on the shovel, because this is when I was concreting still. I'm, uh, I'm on, on the shovel, and I, like, I'll stop for a second. I'm shaking my head. This is, like, two, three uh, days later. I'm still devastated. <laughs> <laughs> So it shows you how much uh, you know, I looked up to him, I guess, because uh, you know, it, it would hurt me when I, I would see uh, guys, you know, guys you look up to uh, lose like that. Yeah. yeah, you think of like superheroes, like they can't possibly be knocked out and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Well, I, I feel like that when like Federer loses a match, you know? Yeah. Uh, Federer is nearing the ending uh, end of his career and you know, we see him lose a match and we're like, dude, that can't, that can't happen. It can't happen. Like he's, you know, he's our hero. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, go on. Yeah, like Volk, going back to the um the embedded episode it was a lot about like your transition from rugby to to fighting. So like, what age exactly did you did you say? All right, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna go to fighting 100. percent And like, why'd you choose UFC instead of maybe going like a boxing or a kickboxing? Like, as you probably under a little bit of time pressure, instead of learning all those skills in UFC. So I started training. Uh, 22 years old, I started MMA training. Jeez. So it's pretty incredible when you say that's when I started, like mixed martial arts, right? I, I told you earlier about wrestling. I wrestled for a little bit, so that's a little yeah. bit of a background you could maybe mm. say. But I only did it for maybe one one year or something, or maybe two years. I, I can't even remember, but that was when I was very young. Um, but, you know, the reason why I chose, I mean, I've always loved martial arts, boxing, uh, kickboxing, all of it, but MMA was something that I guess. I just uh, loved it a lot more. I don't know, maybe because of the a bit of the wrestling background, and uh, I don't know, just something that I've always, uh, always uh, loved. You know what I mean? Because uh, I guess maybe it was uh, just the the realness of it, the, the rawness of it. Yeah. So it's as close to the real, real world, real world mm-hmm. as you're gonna get. You know, mm-hmm. you talk about. I try and change the look of it, being like gladiators, and you know, like, all that yeah. so brutal. But at the end of the day, that's what's so so good about it as well. You know what I mean? Where these you know, you, you look at it like it's as close to something like that as you're going to get. That's the real right. World, like you go out there and you do that, like, you're pretty much, the best how I was thinking of before I was even doing it, like, these guys, yeah, boxing is great. Listen. Some of them, you know, I, I love boxing. Yeah. The skill yeah. that's involved is incredible. But yeah. then we talk about the real world, you know, boxing against MMA and the real world, all right, you know what I mean? So that's how I've always sort of looked at MMA and that's why I wanted to go that way because I've always been stronger. Maybe I, I thought it would suit my... Uh, the way I am, you know, because I have that wrestling back and maybe, maybe that's why I chose that as well. But mm. it was just something that I've always loved. I was dreaming of being UFC champion. I was, wasn't even uh, training at the time, you know what I mean? I just always loved it. But it was that that was a dream of yours? It was just something about it. Hey? That was a specific dream of yours? Like you you thought of that about that like constantly? 
No, not even in the car. This is before I was in our cars. But I used to sit in the room, listen to music, and the picture of myself holding up UFC. That's, that's crazy, dude. That's that. I've never stepped foot in a, in, a, in a gym, you know what I mean? Like, so I've always been, I did that with boxing and that as well. I can't remember much with boxing thinking that. But, you know, I mean, it was always a dream of uh, being being a, a somebody in, in a martial art. And yeah. It was always a UFC, and, so which is pretty cool. And again, I wasn't even training at the time. And that's I don't even think I was training... I might have been, I might have wrestled at that, at that time, but I mean I was really young. I was maybe like fourteen years old when I started watching um, uh, MMA yeah. uh, and UFC and whatnot. So yeah. it's not too late for me though, Volcano. Like. <laughs> 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 get in there. Get in there. Uh, right, keep keep you at range. I'll be all right. Range, mate. Range, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what? I've been seeing you shoot some hoops as well. Yes, sir. Hey, look, what, is it basketball a thing that you've uh, wanted to do, or is it something mm, good that question. you've mm. done? Volk, it breaks my heart. Yeah, 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 it yeah, breaks yeah. my heart. Welcome to my podcast. <laughs> 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 I remember seeing them. Remember you shooting, and you just like sunk like ten in the road. I was like from like a from pretty far out. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Well, I mean, I played I played basketball um, up until I was about fifteen. I just had to. It was the same thing, man. I had to either pick and choose because, you know, you just, you have to fully invest in one, you know, you can't do both. And, yeah. you know, being brought up in Australia, just at that time, there wasn't really any pathway to, you know, get to the NBA or any sort of good league. So my dad was just like, look, just try and make it in tennis. Obviously, tennis being a big sport in Australia and... That's it, man. I still, I still think I play in the NBA. I walk around like yeah. I, jerseys <laughs> I, everywhere. Still, I still think I play in the NBA, but man, yeah. it's just, you know, I try and play all the time, but the, you know, you know, a good inf- piece of information for anyone out there, like people don't really realize that these other sports, like I'm sure you've done conditioning or sessions like that, where you don't have to always play your sport for conditioning, mm-hmm. like basketball, the movements on defense are exactly how I'd be moving on the court against, you know, some of the best players in the world. And that's what people don't get. Like you can play other sports and still get the most out of that yeah. in that sort of session. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So. Sure, yeah, that body, body awareness. Isn't 100%. Because like, I'm all about that. Yeah. Mm. The balance and, you know, being in the right position. And you yep. can do that in, in everything. Yeah. I agree, agree with that. I want to just say, mate, I'm... But, out of a lot of sports, I mean, I thought I could shoot some hoops. <laughs> we put to the test a few times on on embedded series. I don't know if you watched. I hope you did it. Which uh, one? Which show? Which show is embedded. it? Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I first shot hoops, and just the other day I was with the Illawarra Hawks. Yeah. Um, and did a, like a little uh, promo thing with them, and I had to shoot a few hoops. And man, I never thought I was that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it was, but man, I could not sink them. I feel like uh, yeah, my body awareness I talk about, you know what I mean? Like I'm getting real good at certain things, but yep. just that, I don't know if it's maybe my fingertips. That's why I'm not the best with the, the game. Like, <laughs> you know I mean? like, I'm, not, I'm okay, but it's something there. Like, yeah, I can do it, but these things just don't kick back. Yeah. Like, that's it, just the finish. Yeah. It's funny when we talk about that and we talk about body awareness. Just the other day, I, uh, you know, we got a hula hoop in the backyard, and I'm like, looked at it, and I've never been able to hula hoop. Me neither. I'm so horrendous. <laughs> I tried once. I'm like, you know, I just did it. I was awkward. And I just like, you know, did it wrong. I'm like, oh, how the fuck? Can I? There's no way. I don't care. I am, I am, you know. We talk about body awareness and all that. I know how to control my fucking body. You got to excuse my language. We're allowed to sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, sure. Fuck. <laughs> There's no way I can like, I can't do that. So I'm like, I've never done it before. Never been able to do it. Picked it up. I even pictured it in my head like, oh yeah, the contact here, and you know what I mean. I like, calculated it and all that in my head. <laughs> all right, then chucked it up, boom, first go, and I just started doing it. Yeah. Purely because I guess understanding uh, a lot more how my body works, where my body needs to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, little things like that. Yeah. Um, I really get it. I just need to work on these little things. That's all because I haven't got that yet. <laughs> A little, a little bit on the kind of like what we talk about with you know us being tennis players, but we training doing basketball stuff. Have you found yourself doing some out of the box kind of you know trainings yourself, where it's not really like people wouldn't think that it'd be good for MMA and stuff? I do a lot of things, but because again, mixed martial arts. You listen, you're doing so many martial arts and all that type of stuff. You know, even though. MMA still, you know, you need to, you know, you can do wrestling, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, boxing, you do all that, but then at the same time, you need to 
remember that, you know, MMA, this might not be specific for MMA, and, you know, this could put you in trouble in an MMA situation, all that type of stuff. So we've got a lot to work with there. Um, I've done some, like, but I mean, I guess I, I probably haven't. Like, I don't mind shooting hoops and then playing around, but I haven't looked at as a as an like something to be like oh yeah, this could work my my footwork yeah or you know what I mean or you know whether I do a bit of dancing or like you know jazz dancing <laughs> or something like that yeah keep around. plugging it keep plugging it <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll I'll put the I'll put the tights on baby you, you, have you seen my ass in tights Mark <laughs> my ass in black tights bro I'm jazz dancing that shit's sexy. <laughs> Yeah, my, my green lines. <laughs> I will. I'm going to get that picture. Don't you worry. That's funny. Uh, my Harry Potter ones, my Harry Potter Oh, bro. He collects ones. He collects... Oh, really? Yeah, he collects ones. Yeah. Trauma. Yeah. That's, it's crazy, bro. There's I, so many in, like, in the Harry yeah, Potter movies. There's yeah. like a thousand different boxes. Yeah. There. I think... I've got, I've got a, a few, but anyway... <laughs> He's probably got like a hundred. <laughs> I don't want to sound too defensive, you know? I don't want to... I don't want to act triggered, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, saying, saying that, like, because I know, uh, like, Israel Alessandia, yeah. uh, a teammate of mine, and uh, he's he does break dancing and all that type of stuff. Mm. And, um, all that's really good for movement. Yeah. You know what I mean? And oh, yoga, I've done some yoga and things like that. Maybe that's something that, that I've done that you wouldn't think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I really get that. What you're saying, the, the basketball and all that type of stuff. But uh, man, I. Uh, I guess I guess I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't mind playing like, like in a table tennis and all that for hand-eye coordination, but I, yeah, I guess I don't right. really look at it. I'm competitive, no matter what I do. Yeah. Mate, I fucking know, bro. I fucking know. At Call of Duty, bro, I, every time I got to kill the guy, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I overanalyze everything. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So, whatever I'm doing, I'll overanalyze it. I, I, you know, so I'm using my brain in a sense where you know I want to figure things out and I calculate it and all that type of stuff but um but I guess I don't go out of my way to, to play a certain sport purely because it might uh, you know what yeah. I mean I probably don't yeah. I mean, in, in saying that like, I don't know if you play I was talking to someone uh, the other day about this uh, cards against humanity that's oh, unbelievable yeah. <laughs> unbelievable guys so the, the drinking game so here I am uh, playing that with my friends and, and pretty much the stupid the stupidest cards you've got to get a win every time. But yeah. I don't like that. I want I want it to make sense, you know yeah. what I mean? I want it to I want the, it to be the right card, you know what I mean? Like, you know, if you're talking about something, I want that answer to sort yeah. of grab onto that question. Yeah. yeah, you got a card that sounds disgusting and people are gonna laugh because it's so stupid. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. So yeah. for me, that doesn't work. So I always lose in that game because I overthink it. Yeah. And I and I overanalyze it and all this stuff. I take ages to put a card in. They're like, just put it there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to find the, the right the right card. You know, just little things like that. I'm saying that when I'm playing full paper, I'm playing full or anything like that. I'm overanalyzing everything. I'm thinking four steps ahead yeah. and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So I guess I I I, I naturally have that same sort of a sort of approach to whatever I do, but. I guess I don't go out of my way yeah. to, to maybe, you know, play basketball for my footwork yeah. or, or something like Look, that. Dude, that's, that, that's crazy that's because, yeah. like, as an athlete, like, we are so different. Like, he needs to calculate things. He needs to know, like, yeah. he has to, you know, overthink. Well, I'm just like... I'll just rock up, bro, and I'll just go with the flow. Like, I have no plan. No, I'm that guy in Cards in Humanity who's just playing the worst card ever, and I'm just like, it doesn't make, it doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. I'll take that with him. Which is crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's funny you say that because I'm very, very calculated when it comes to certain things I'm doing. Yep. Planning things, say, in a lot, like lifestyle, planning stuff for what I'm doing and things like, man, I'm useless. Absolutely <laughs> useless. I go, I'm like you, I just go with whatever. But yep. if there's uh, something that, that we can, like when it comes to even just sweeping the floor, like say I'm doing a certain thing, <laughs> I can just do this, see yeah, if you do it this way, you can lose, you know what I mean? There's a couple extra extra sweeps there, you can do it this way with four less sweeps. That's cool. That's so good. <laughs> That's so <laughs> in, I'm like that but, but I'm not like that when it comes to everything. I'm very yeah. unorganized, but when it comes to 
what I'm doing, you know, I'm very calculated if that makes sense. No, yeah, that's dope. Um, pulling back to, you know, earlier start of like fighting and stuff for you, was there like a specific point you can think when it like started becoming more than just like a hobby for you, for you? Like, you know, or something that you just did for fitness, you know, whilst playing rugby? And, uh, I probably found out pretty early that, that it, was, it was something I was pretty good at. Because um, it didn't take long before even Joe, my coach today, the same coach that I was yeah. on the first day of the gym. Um, before, he was even going, are you interested in, a, you know, maybe having, having, having a fight? You know, usually he really is you. He wants to make sure you're, you know, you're, you know, you're resilient enough, or like you know, your, you know, your cardio is up to scratch and all that type of stuff. But um, you know, it's pretty quick. It wasn't long before he was asking me that question. Uh, so I guess it was something that I, I've always naturally had. Um, I won't get into growing up and uh, you know being in the streets. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I've always been trying how to how to defend myself and things like that. So, yeah. I mean, it was. You know, we, we found out pretty quickly that this is something that, you know, I've, I've got very good uh, natural ability with this, you know what I mean? So um, I found out pretty quick that I wanted to take it serious. So that first year that I started taking it serious, like, you know, within a couple of months, I was like, all right, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm, this is my last year of rugby league, and I'm uh, doing it with full time. And that was only a few months of taking uh, MMA. That's crazy. Remember, this is still amateur and all that type of stuff, but it was just something that I was like, all right, you know, I haven't made rugby league. Uh, you know, I haven't made NRL, you know, the top, you know, I've made a lot of rep sides and all that type of stuff, but I've maybe ruined a couple of opportunities uh, being young and silly. And, um, and you know, if you haven't made it by the age of like 22 and all that, I sort of was like going from what I've seen, you, you know, you're probably not going to make it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I was like, oh, maybe maybe this is uh, where, I, where I can take it, you know. And I, again, I always had in my head that I... I want to be a professional athlete at the top of my game, you know, mm. me holding up a belt or whatever it was. You know, I've always wanted to be that. And I was looking at NRL or I run the league and I was like, you know, I don't think that this is, this is it. You know, yeah. let, let's see if this is it. So yeah. I started late. Uh, you know, a lot of people would have thought, you know, it was crazy. Of, uh, man, there was a lot of people, we're talking uh, before about, uh, you know, the family, you know, they always uh, backed you and all that. So my, mm. my family might always back me, but at the same time, this is a very unfamiliar sport. Yeah. They don't know much about it, especially at the time. So, you know, we're like, you know, they care for me. So they were like, how long is he going to chase this dream where they don't understand it? They don't That's even know big. what this thing is, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I want to support him, but how long is he going to do this for, you know? Because yeah. we're struggling. You know, there's no money in the, in the local scene and all that type of stuff. So you're, you're really struggling. So you've got a lot of people that care about you. Sort of. Again, it's not that they're doubting me, but they, they just, they want, they're like, you know, they don't understand it and they don't see how this, you could be successful from it. Yep. So they didn't see a, a way to money in it or anything like that because they had no idea about it. Yeah. But I mean, it was uh, just something that, you know, you've got to stick to. And uh, I did. And, uh, you know, and then now, obviously, once they started seeing things, I'm obviously, oh, wow, okay, this is it. But I mean, the boys back with the boys supported me, but at the same time, like, there was always like, mm. even the wife would get asked, like, you know, how long is that addict's going to chase by her family? Yeah. How long are they going to chase this journey? You know what I mean? How long are you going to live at your, at, at your, your mum's place and, mm-hmm. you know, when you've got your kids there as well and all that type of stuff? And what's happening? Because I'm again, I, you know, I don't want to be a burden to no one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hearing that and then having my kids at my mum's place and whatnot, but. I'm sure I'm sure you're able to use that a lot as motivation too, like to keep fueling you day in, day out. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. That's it. Because again, like that little bit of doubt or that uh that things, you know, things aren't going your way or something, you know what I mean? And you, you can you can build off that, you can use that mm. to your advantage. Yeah. When things don't go your way, you need to learn from it, right? So, Volk, this is a bit of a funny question here. Like, obviously, I'm known sometimes to, you know, talk shit on the tennis court to umpires and get into fights and all this sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> did you uh, did you ever get any fights on the field or were you, like, you know, head down, do your job or were you just, like, talking shit? Like, if you gave someone a good hit, were you just were you letting them know or, you know, like, on the footy field, tell me. Oh, well, I guess I wasn't, I wasn't, I guess I didn't talk as much, but, you know, I was... Uh, because I'm not an angry person, but you know what I mean. I wouldn't let anyone have it open, especially yeah. you know, people because maybe because I, I was smaller as well. And 
people think they can get over me and I'll, I'll get them defensive that way. Where yeah. I'll be like, going, oh, yeah, you think, you know what I mean? And I've had, I've had a few blues on the field. Uh, so, yeah, like, that's why I've always had a bit of a reputation to be able to roll. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I one the other day, and, uh, like, it was uh, someone that I knew, they knew the guy. Uh, we were playing, we were playing, uh, we were stepping up, so I was the, yeah, we were young, mm. and uh, we couldn't get a, a team, so we stepped up to help uh, the the year above us, their team. So I was already young, and then we had even the, the guys under us, so three years younger, uh, I think it was under 18s at the time, helping us, and then like, we'll get smashed by this, this team, was absolutely smashed, and they were like, starting the bullies, and they wanted to start bullying these guys that were, you know, 14, 15 years old, stepping up under 18s, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I remember just going, like, they're like, oh, I'm running. I'm going, no, I'll run at you. <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even that good of a tackle. Like, they're in my face and all that. And again, like, they're trying to put it over me. And I just, I just snapped it. They even gave me a little shove and then I just uh, yeah, put it on. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. The reason, the reason why I say it, because I just remember, like, I, I remember that his eye was like, he had stitches on, on top of, like, this. You literally look like a golf ball. That's how far it was out. And they just had this massive uh, cut at the end of it. And I remember, like, because obviously it's just things are going to heat up right at the heat of the moment. But we're walking out there. Yeah, like, I don't like that type of stuff. But for some reason, everyone would find me sometimes. Right? <laughs> and I like, sort of felt bad and guilty. So we're walking there. And I remember guys are like, they're, they're, they're going, Oi, watch out, he's behind it thinking that he's going to sneak up behind me and get me. And I turned around like staunched up and like, you know, I didn't know what. He goes, no, I'll never do that. And I'm like, oh, no worries. And then we started sort of talking. And I'm like, sorry, man. Like, you know what I mean? Went back and, mate, I felt so bad looking at his face because we were getting along. We're actually back, like, as soon as we got to the shed, we are having, like, like, DMs and everything. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? Like, was, and he was like, oh, like, this had to go to hospital with, like, That's his, good. Like, like, his face looked, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I've had my fair share, uh, fair share of uh, bits uh, on the field and, and whatnot, but to be honest, I've never been the, the, the nippy type. Yeah. Well, that's me. Like, I feel like, for instance, if I was in boxing or MMA, like, I would be the best person to have before the fight, like, loading them up, talking shit. As soon as the fight started, I'm out. <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm gone. <laughs> Mate, well, that's... That, that's half of the business now nowadays. Mm. Definitely. Now, man. Like now, yeah, it's a type of business. I know, bro. I, I talk anything about Djokovic or Federer, it just goes fucking on the news like that. Exactly. They watch it. Yeah. They, uh, <laughs> they watch you. That's cool. Bums on seats. Bums on seats, and you know what I mean? And they're actually put bums on seats, that's how you get paid. That's exactly so, right. Man, look, at, look at our sport. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's hard for me because, again, it's not really what I'm about, but I'm, I'm starting to, like, ever since I shaved my head, I've been telling him, ball Bob is coming for fucking everyone. <laughs> <laughs> ball Bob is coming for fucking everyone. That's so it. cool. That's cold. <laughs> Volk, I want to go back to the um, transition, like, physically for you as a rugby player. Like, even in the episode, we saw, like, the, the size difference and the weight difference. Like, what was it like... The training, what what changed in the training, and what does a day in the life of a training camp look like? So, so you mean the size difference in MMA? Oh well, like just just you personally, like your weight obviously changed a fair bit, didn't it? Oh, I'll say yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, like it's just like it didn't happen overnight. It seems like it happened pretty quick, but uh, it was a, a gradual gradual step down. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's just because I'm the like being heavy set and I've always had a good work ethic mm -hmm. even mm -hmm. though I was big like so even when I first went to the gym I think I was 97 93 97 kilograms going to the gym but I was still like one of the hardest workers in there you know what I mean yep. so you can imagine I was just, as wide as I was tall like I was uh, yeah. you know <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah. I was uh, I was very heavy set but I mean it was something so I've always had that that, that uh, kind of I guess that sort of a ties into a sort of uh, why I am who I am now as well carrying all that weight and still having that work ethic as the weight come down I'm used to that weight like like, mate, like I said like I'm used to the big boys I'm used to <laughs> yeah. moving weight around mm. these better weights and whatnot, mate like the old Hulk saying, puny humans, mate. Puny <laughs> humans. <laughs> so it's, uh, it, it's funny, like, it, it wasn't, 
it wasn't something that I, I sort of realised that you, you know going through. But I mean, like you look at it now, and you can you can just see mm. you hear like yeah, so it goes, he goes, oh, he used to be two hundred forty pounds. He's got two hundred forty or well, two hundred forty pound lungs, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why back that. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, you know, the, the weight cuts are getting a lot easier now, I can tell you that, because there was a stage in uh, when I first started making featherweight, so that's uh, 66 kilograms, I weigh in 66 kilograms, wow. but I would start camp at around 86, 88 kilograms, Wow. Wow. Then get down to 66, so you're, this is, this this blows people out every day, still blows down, don't even how it's physically possible, but it did happen a lot, I would uh, get down, uh, to 66, make the weight, uh, fight at 76, 77, 76. So I put the 10 kilograms on. So, by the way, sorry, because I was fighting title fights, it was 70, uh, 65.8. Okay. A couple of hundred grams. So just, it sounds better when I say 65. Okay. So 65.8. Um, then I'll get to 76 kilograms. And then, uh, so that was the next month, 76 kilograms. Oh, dude, dude, that's insane. And, uh, within the week, Within the week, I'll get back up to 86 kilograms. You're kidding. Wow. How, how does the body do that? The body used to fluctuate. That's ridiculous. I used to pull 20 kilograms within the week. I remember a few days after the fight, I would be uh, like 80, 80 something, 82 or something by the end of the week. Obviously holding a lot of water. Most of it's I was going to say water. water when yeah. I talk about water, it's like, cause I don't know, man. I used to, back in the day, I used to look at a, look at a piece of bread. And I'll hold water. I'll hold water a couple of kilograms. So uh, I'll get, I used to literally tap my belly and it would wrinkle. That's how much water was in there. Like, it was like and when I'm saying that, like it wasn't because like, you know, it didn't, you know, oh, in a week, you're not going to put uh, 10 kilos of fat on. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. It's literally just all water because I had so much muscle on that, on that, on that frame, yeah, that stocky build and legs and everything, air, legs, ass, all of that, all that would just fill up with water. That's insane. And like I said, it would ripple. Like I used to just, Get, like tap my belly and it all just ripples so soft and weird it was like jelly but it was um but yeah man that just shows you like the weight cuts that used to be a lot harder but now the, the it's getting that weight off i'm always like i can't even get to 80 kilograms anymore i don't even think i can that's you know crazy. i might just sit around 76 kilograms and uh, that's my walking weight now where maybe a year ago my walking weight was you know 82 and the year before that was 86. Jeez. so it was a uh, but that's i mean now answer. it's you know, the, everything's just changing and, and sort of uh, evolving together. But my, my metabolism has finally uh, caught up because I would, uh, you know, eat, diet, and then have massive cheat meals. And then as soon as I finish my fight, I would just go absolutely crazy. Food. My stomach never really shrunk. Yeah. So I never used to get full. I used to eat, uh, you know, uh, every day. And because I was dieting, I would never be full. I would always have that starving feeling uh, because I would always have these cheat meals in my stomach. We wouldn't give my, ch- my stomach a chance to, <laughs> to shrink. But now it's finally shrinking. I, I finally... I finally get the feeling of fullness. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. I'm sitting here hearing this. And I can't get off 73 kilos, but you're fluctuating like right. so crazy. That's like, insane. One I day. I can't put on weight to save my life. 10 kilos in one night. That's, That's nuts. This is insane. Because I, I still, I'll still get to that. that like the, I'll still put on the, probably that 8 to 10 kilograms uh, overnight now, but I just will stay there. I don't go to 86 now. Yeah. So I'll weigh in at 65.8. Um, I'll get to 76. I, I, I made sure I didn't go too heavy last time because mm. the one before that, um, I just went way too nuts and made, I, like it was, yeah, it was a, way too much water. I ended up getting like 77 kilograms. So that extra two kilograms like made me feel really, really uh, terrible and, and I didn't like it. So I made sure I was eating that a little more uh, responsible this time. Yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah, so back to the training camp, like what does a day look like? Like how many hours do you reckon you're doing in the gym per day? Uh, it, it, it does change. Because uh, um, in camp, it's usually a lot more structured and mm-hmm. there's a lot more high-intensity uh, sessions. So to be honest, I probably do more hours outside of camp than I do in camp. Wow. But the intensity is just so much more in camp because everything uh, in camp is just structured and based around my opponent, my fight, and getting ready for that. You know, mm. now you know I do in the morning. I do strength and conditioning. Um, then I'll go do the jujitsu in the morning or kickboxing, whatever it is, in the morning. Then in the afternoon, I'll do BJJ with the wrestling. So I'll do the two sessions at night. Where when I'm in camp, um, a lot of these sessions. 
uh, you know, they usually, the, the other sessions will be a very, uh, very high intensity mm. for a meat grinder we call it, or a spider workout. So that's yeah. the only session. So sometimes it might only be a 25 minute workout. Don't get me wrong. They'll fuck it's you up. the hardest workout to see. But at the same time, you know what I mean? The, the, hour, the hours are less, but it means it's just a lot more intense. Yeah. So it goes anywhere from, like today, I'm going to do uh, four hours uh, of training. That's right. Yeah, yeah, cool. Four hours. So I did the strength and conditioning. I did the hour grappling. I'm going to do a bit of uh, jujitsu, and then we're going to finish with uh, some kickboxing tonight. Wow, eh? How long have uh, you and Adesanya been like, you know, teammates or like, you know, training with each other for? Like, you know, that's that's good insight that's for everyone. Like, I didn't know that you guys were even connected like that, but you guys seem like brothers. Yeah. So that's that's fucking awesome, yeah, bro. Well, uh, yeah, like, so I'm, I'm basically uh, where I am uh, in a freestyle fighting gym, and that's where that's where uh, I've always been. But we, I go sometimes to Thailand and mm. New Zealand, see the kickboxing, and do some of my camping. Usually I go there with my, my coach Joe. Uh, he'll take me to Thailand. We'll do some wrestling over there, train with uh, all different bodies, and then we'll do the same as the kickboxing. And because uh, uh, Brad Waddell, he's a kickboxer from City Kickboxing. That's the same gym as uh, uh, as Israel. So yeah. I met him actually in Thailand, and then he was like my striking coach when I went over there in Thailand. And then uh, I ended up meeting Israel Adesanya and co- coach uh, Eugene uh, Behrman over there in Thailand. Wow. So I had a good relationship through that. And then uh, after I fought one of the guys from City Kickboxing, mm. um, I fought one of the one of my teammates, you could say. Um, I fought him, and then after that is when I started doing some of my camps there, because uh, Brad Riddell went over there, and uh, you know a lot of the guys were there, and we had a good relationship with them, so we'd go there, me and Joe would head over there and do like you know one, two weeks of our camp, go back home for a few weeks, go back there for the last couple of weeks. So we've done that for, you know, maybe like five, six camps. Right. Last we haven't been over there because of the lockdowns. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, so I'm there, either there for my camp, or when the boys are training, because they help me with my camp, I usually go there with them with their camp as well. Yeah. That's so amazing. I've been training with them for yeah, maybe a few years now. A few years, three, four years now. Like I've been back and forth. Uh, heading over there, sitting kickboxing, training with the boys. Yeah, he seems like a mad dude. Seems That's like crazy. a cool dude. Um, first Australian, U- uh, Australian UFC champ, right, Volk? Is that correct? Yeah, so uh, uh, Rob Whitaker, he's a, well, he lives in Australia, but he, I think he was born in New Zealand. Oh, okay. That's where they get that. But I mean, uh, I'm the, yeah, so first uh, Australian-born UFC champion and uh, like uh, early champion to, you know, defend your belt. Right. And, that, and have a couple of defenses as well. Right. Um, in terms of that, like fighting down under, it seems like it's in a pretty good position right now. Um, Cambosis, Zhu, Adesanya, Hooker. Have you ever had a chance to like spar with like, obviously you said Adesanya before, but the others, have you had a chance to spar with some of the boxing kind of world in Australia? Um, I've trained with uh, some guys. I haven't trained with Kiamosis, uh, but we are actually going to, like we've been, been in touch. We know a few people that, that, that know each other and we're going to tee up some training. We're definitely going to uh, tee up something uh, as well. You know what I mean? Uh, go out there and like, you know, easy. I remember hearing that, have a conversation with Ariel Bawani and talking about, you know, maybe maybe stepping into to cage one day. <laughs> Same for me, you know. Maybe it's getting crazy. in that ring. So uh, we're going to help each other out. Obviously, uh, we could we could definitely uh, you know I could definitely get some good tips from from from, from the guy. You know what I mean? Knows how to move. And we're talking about you know uh, before you're talking about doing other sports. Yeah. And all that. Obviously, it's still a martial art, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. There's a lot of uh, cool little tips. Of, yeah. You know, balance and key positions that. That I'd love to, to pick their brains with it, and then even just move them around with yeah. guys like that. So we're definitely uh, going to see something up. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure footwork side of things would be pretty good, you know, from that in itself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And they'll obviously use a lot of hands, right, and setups mm. and things like mm. that. And, uh, you know, the, the way that uh, you know they got their little tricks, the way they don't telegraph uh, certain yeah. strikes, and you know, yeah. yeah. they come off. You know, where they put their back foot uh, when they scroll certain strikes, or you know, you know to I'm getting too technical. <laughs> no, no, go for it. It's cool to hear. It's cool to hear. Little, little footwork, little footwork like that. Like little t- um, things that I'm very aware of. Yeah. But I'm sure that they can uh, show me other little tools. And mm. again, I'm the type of guy that give me give me a couple of uh, a couple of uh, cool techniques and, and you know let me understand a little bit. And I can yeah show me one technique. 
I can make a million dollars, I can make a thousand yeah. techniques from that one technique yeah. purely because of the mechanics, yeah. uh, the principles of why it works and all that type of stuff. So that's how I am. So I can pick their brain and get some really, really cool tips and then just mold it into my own game. Exactly. And, and that's something that, uh, you know, that's why picking people's brain is always good. Yeah. Well, you know, the next question, like, you know, I'm sure you've received some good, you know, tips like I have, you know, I get a lot of advice from, you know, past players or past champions, you know, Leighton Hewitt, all these guys, you may have had, you know, some advice that stuck with you, but like, what's something like, you know, before you walk into the cage, like for instance, I used to have like routines of, you know, just listening to some music, being quiet in the room. But now before I walk out, you know, playing in front of, you know, thousands and thousands of people, millions on TV and like, I don't really have any rituals anymore, but like, what, like what, how are you feeling? Like, 10 to you know five to ten minutes before you walk out there like what's what's running through like what do you because like like let's be honest you 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 know that you're going to get hit in the you hit in the cage like i'm tennis and mma or tennis and boxing like it's similar it's it's one-on-one you know you're out there alone but you know there's no contact in tennis but like what's your mindset going into that into the cage because like people don't i just don't think people understand how tough you guys actually are yeah, man, to be honest, man, I feel like it, for me, because I look at it purely as a sport, I don't, I don't care about getting hit, hit in the face, you know what I mean? I don't even, even really think of that, uh, which is maybe a good a good trait of mine as well. Like, But, you know, just like I, I look at it as a sport, just like you, so going out there and they're not doing well, they're not winning, losing or, or something like that, that's that's something that if I was ever going to get nervous, that's what I get nervous for. You know, I don't get nervous, but I mean... You know, my worries are losing, not getting hurt or anything like that. I literally yeah. do not even, that doesn't even cross my mind. You know, if I, you know what I mean, getting hit with something, I'm only worried about if it puts me to sleep, so I lose. Yeah, yeah. You can play as many as you want. Obviously, you know, it's, you know, the, the aim of the game is hit and not get hit. Yeah. But at the same time, if you land one, as long as I'm awake, I don't, you know, uh, it's all good. Yeah, obviously, I'm going to look back at the tape and be like, oh, why was he leaning too much? And I'm yeah. going to make improvements. But at the same time, I'm just saying, I'm not, there's no fear of uh, getting hurt. There's fear of uh, losing, uh, as a, just like any other sport. Right? Yeah. So that's, um, I think it's just like how you are, man. Like how, how you go in, you know, get ready to, to perform in front of everyone. There's a lot on the line, or, you know, things like that. So that I, I feel like it's very similar yeah. to you. You know, some people might look at it like, oh, yeah, you'll get punched in the face. But, to me, that is that is just the norm, right? That is me missing the ball when I'm trying to hit it with the yeah. ball or something. You know yeah. what I mean? That's how I look at it. I don't know. I think it's just crazy. Like, yeah, tennis, like... I guess the comparison is I'm going to make errors. Like no one ever plays a tennis match without making, you know, an unforced error or an error. But like, it's just crazy that you, you know you're going to get hit and it doesn't, it, you don't even really give a fuck. You just, you just get it done. Like it's in, it's, it's, you're a different breed, bro. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I, mean, like, I, mean, I guess I could be, could be different like uh, in that way. Cause like people always ask, you get nervous. And like, uh, I literally say, don't get nervous. I get more nervous watching uh, my friends fight or watching a big main event, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll, I'll start getting butterflies. I'm like, man, like, I don't even get that when I walk yeah. out or before my fights. Mm. I don't get any of that, but I'll do that. I'll get that watching uh, someone I know compete mm. because I'm not in control. I'm so used to controlling mm. uh, my situation, what I'm doing. You know, I, I like to be in control. I like to be in control. I've, I've sort of nailed controlling my emotions and things like that. But at the end of the day, when other people are competing and things like that, I can't control that. So maybe that's why I get nervous because yeah. yeah. I'm not in control. Mm. But um, with me, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm in control. There's things I can do and I know me being in control and me being composed and all that. That's where I need to be for me to execute a game plan and all that type of stuff. So, you know, my main focus is to keep me, me chill. That's why I like to, that's what I was going on to backstage. I'm... I'm just chilling. I'm yeah. normal. I'm, I'm really having a, having a laugh. Just how I am any other session, I'm sort of there backstage. A lot of people like watch me and be like, we've got like security guards and all that looking up. They're like, do you guys know you're about to fight for a while? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so just normal. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to be normal. Yeah, yeah, I know there's a job to, to do, but at the same time, I don't want to put my frame of mind, yeah. my headspace in a position I'm not familiar with. No, yeah. You know what I mean? Like say, I'm going to do what I do as a firing. We sit there, we go in, we warm up, we have a laugh and all that stuff. So that's the closest thing you're going to get to, yep. to fighting uh, as you're going to get in the cage. Why well, put myself in some sort of territory that I'm, I'm never in? Yeah, I'm only in when I fight. That's it. Because yeah. mm -hmm. I'm about to compete. I go backstage, I sit there, start slapping my face, 
you know, I'm listening to heavy metal music, not talking to no one. You know what I mean? And like I see people do this because they think mm. to themselves, I need to sock myself up. Yeah. Um, but for me, I'm like, why are you putting yourself in this? This, mate, you may as well just go on out the street fight. Like, you know, <laughs> this is a sport. You can go there and capitalize on mistakes. Errors your opponents are making. How are you going to do that with your, with your, you know, your brain's just a mess. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I want to be composed. So that's how I look at it. Um, you know, what I mean, so for me, if, if music, you know, you sit there and I listen to a bit of music, chill music. Um, you know, there, you know, talk to people, have a little, little bit, listen to the music, get me in a good mood, and all that type of stuff. That's what they normally do before sparring and all that. I'd advise that. Yeah. I mean, again. I guarantee you, every day, every session you are at the gym, you are not sitting there slapping yourself in the face, um, mm. banging your head against the wall, <laughs> um, you know, doing all this sort of stuff to get yourself ready for a for a little workout. Yeah. So, like, I know your game and, like, you know, obviously you've got your, your beautiful family and I know I've, I've been seeing you, you know, doing a lot of cooking these days. Um, <laughs> but, like, what else do you do? Like, you know, just, you know, I've got my hobbies, obviously, MBA, but, like, I've got a couple of things that make me happy. But, like, what, like, just gets your mind off everything? Like, I know, obviously, most of your attention, if it's not fighting or training or preparing, is with your family. You know, I'm not, I'm not a family man just yet. But um, what else do you do just, like, you know, on a normal day? Man, I'm a... I'm a I love like a, you know, I'm a adventurous type of man as well. So, you know, I love like the camping and uh, going out fishing and all that oh, type yeah, of stuff. Good one. I like um, that. You know, I, I, love, yeah, I, love, I love all that type of stuff. So that's usually what I feel like. That's why I even love uh, cooking as well because I love going out camping and then like cooking on, on over a fire and, you know, we're doing all these different types of cooks, uh, yeah. catching your, your food and, and all that type of stuff. You know what I mean? I, I love that. That's, that's what I'm into. I love, I love the... Yeah, the, the wild adventures and things like that. I used to be pretty, uh, like when we talk adventures, like, you know, like I'll ride motorbikes, I'll like, you know, jump off cliffs and all that. I used to love all that type of stuff, but I'm a pansy now. Pansy <laughs> now because maybe because I've got kids and I'm so worried they get injured. Yeah. Um, now I'm just, I see danger everywhere, so I'm a lot more cautious with things, but I still love, I love being outdoors oh, and, and uh, you know, doing things like spear fishing and, and all that type of stuff as well. No, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, cool. So, Vol, upcoming fights. What's what's next for you? I saw you had a little Twitter, couple messages with McGregor. There's a couple there. <laughs> or are we going Holloway third time? What's the go? And it's uh, you know the talk. The talk is, and it's always been like a, after my fight, we'll wait and see who that number one contender is after that number one contender fight between Yair and Max. Uh, so that was uh, obviously obviously the plans. Uh, Max won. So we were looking at March, waiting for March, but you know, you just you just never know if, mm. he, if he even wants it. You know what I mean? So uh, for me, I want the next best guy. He showed that he's the next best guy, uh, but if he doesn't want it, you know, uh, then, then we just move on. You know what I mean? Uh, whether whether it's injuries or whether you know, he wants to protect that that legacy and, and things like that. Um, you know, we, we don't we don't know exactly what it is, but you know, he does a, he has shown whether it's just the power play again playing the game and doing all that stuff yeah. maybe he's throwing all that stuff which is oh yeah cool but uh, once once we, we get this fight booked let's start hopping it up you know? <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's play the game and start hopping it up <laughs> we'll play our part <laughs> yeah. Conor McGregor is um, you know he's obviously I mean, he's just the type of guy he's just going to Throw his two cents, you know, to get his name out there. Whenever there's a big moment in the sport, he chimes in. You know what I mean? He's smart, he's clever. You know what I mean? So whether you know, sometimes you're looking at it, it's like, what the hell is he doing? You know what I mean? Like everyone's carrying on about how crazy the thing is, but at the same time, they're still carrying on. They're still sharing what he said. They're still talking yeah, about it. Yeah. So uh, you know what I mean? It's just, it's good. So I, I just take that as a compliment. Do I think that fight's possible soon? No, it's got a broken leg. You know what I mean? But yeah, uh, you know, you hear, uh, you know, it's just. It's just uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. You yeah. know what I mean? So we've got a man. Our division stacked. Uh, you yeah. know we've got a lot of good guys, but you know a lot of these guys are just one fight away from from that title fight. You got Henry Cejudo, uh, another guy that that's calling us out and uh, you know trying to always chirp in every time someone fights. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But whoever it is can get it. Can get it. <laughs> uh, you know, that's it. Because uh, you know we talk about we talk about being successful, looking after our family. We need a legacy to do so. You know what I mean. So now I'm going on into this whole legacy thing because at the end of the day, uh, a legacy you leave behind, yeah, that, that's good. That's something that 
uh, or I can, you know, my, my family can, can live off for the rest of their mm. lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we can leverage it off, off a, a good legacy and all that type of stuff. So we want to break records. We want to do things that people haven't done. Uh, you know what I mean? I want to take out the best guys. You know, not many people are going to go out there and, and uh, you know, give a, a guy a third uh, a rematch when he's a zero or two. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? The, the, the second one was a close one. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are still throwing his name out there. He's still showing he's the next best guy. You know what I mean? They're still throwing his name in go conversations. All right, I want these, you know, these are the, all the statuses that I'm looking for. This is the legacy that I want. Yeah. Take him out again, see you later. Your legacy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's what we do. So, again, people, people, uh, cause, you know, a lot of people are going to be like, oh, the chick, I need to call people out. Hey, I'm going to call out whoever's next. Yeah. Because they're going to, hey, they're going to, they're going to help me leave that legacy that I want to leave behind. So, I'm going to call out whoever I want. <laughs> no. the best guy. I'm gonna go, put him down as long as I can do every single time, kick some ass, bring that ball back home in the face. As you said though, for your legacy, I know your division's stacked as he said, but you reckon you'll go up or down in weight or are you happy where you are? No, I think we, we definitely can. Uh, there's still some work to do in my in my division. Uh, you know what I mean? I still need to, to do, do some things, but I think uh, next year is very lucky because I want to be active. So you go out there and Say that Max fight does happen, you go again and you take out Max uh, again. You know what I mean? Then there's another another guy, number one contender. You take him out. And then then you're sitting there waiting around to see who's next. Sure. Let's move up. Yep. Let's move up. Let's get that double champ status. You know, all that type of stuff. Again, I'm the, I've always been the type of uh, guy and champ that said I'm not going to hold up the division. I don't want to do that. I'm not yep. going to go there and look for safe fights so I can hang on to this this belt. Uh, you know what I mean? And, you know, avoid fighters so I can hang on the belt, hold up the division because if I move up and I lose that, who cares? I still got my division to hold on to this belt. You know, I'm not that type of guy. I don't, mm. want, I don't want people holding it. I don't want to hold up the division. So I'll wait till the division is in a bit of a, a spot where, all right, these guys need to compete in a couple of months. And then, you know, you won't be fighting that guy another few months after that. All right, that gives us six months to... Get this double champ status or whatever it is, you know. Yeah. So uh, there's going to be times for it, but right now, you know, I've got a division to look after, uh, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, completely outside of fighting and all that, we we saw you recently just uh, set up a book, no? Yeah. So yeah, we the children's book. So it's a uh, yeah, man. It's something that aside of uh, I guess MMA you don't get to see because as I was told, talking years before about you know everyone's talking about the entertainment side of things and the trash talking and you know even the, the look that you get a lot of people just think it's a bunch of mugs that, that just go there and do mm. the thing but there's a whole different side that people don't see you know the mm. discipline the hard work and mate, some of the nicest people I've ever met have been in my sport uh, so you know it's just a different side of the, the sport that, that, that I wanted to show you know what I mean and again like that's that's who I am. You know, I'm all about the, the discipline, discipline and hard work and, you know, respect, all that type of stuff. And that's what martial arts is all about. Yeah. All about. But, you know, that's missed. That's missed in uh, the media and all that type of stuff. So that's something that I sort of wanted to shine a bit of light on because, um, uh, you know, there's not really anyone there doing it. So I, I, I sort of want to do my part and do that, which is, uh, you know, it's been good. Cause, yeah. You know, a lot of the parents... You know, want you know these are values and lessons that you know you want your your kids to, to see, and that's what the, the book's all about. No, that's the wicked. And all that type of stuff. That's wicked. Being involved in other stuff, you know, um, it, it, for example, like a YouTube channel and stuff too. Like you were doing some episodes of like cooking and stuff like that. So you know, just showing different like you know, shining different lights on on parts of your life, really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's something that you know we were always like, oh, yeah, just playing around with it. But now we're actually going to take that. Uh, See, you know, a bit more serious and going to be a bit more uh, structured with it and going to, you know, do, do it pretty serious and uh, get a lot of content going out there. Because I enjoy, I enjoy it. I'm, yeah. As you can see, yeah. probably you wanted me for 40 minutes. That's me. I can talk, man. I love the tech shit. So I'm in front of my face and I can talk. So why not make a YouTube channel? Yeah. Uh, same with cooking. I love cooking. Why not put a camera there and just film it? Just have fun with it. And, and another thing, uh, show a bit of the, the character uh, as well, as A lot of people don't get to see that. You go there, yeah. and especially, uh, you know, a, a, you know, a while ago, I just, you know, I was all business for me, you know what I mean? That people ask me a question, 
I'm just going to answer it. You know, they're going to you know, that's just how I am. No bullshit. No, no narratives I'm trying to push. Just, I'm a straight shooter. Yeah, I'm ready for this fight. Let's go. You know, I mean, that's just how I am. So people didn't really get to see uh, the person I am. You know, uh, the, you know, uh, you know what, type of, what type of character is Alex or anything like that. YouTube channel gives you, you know, that light, gives you that real inside look. We're just keeping it raw. You know, I mean, keep the camera rolling. You know, barely, barely any edits. Just me chat shit for however long it is. And, um, yeah, very people, similar. Yeah, a lot of similarities, you know, in in what we're trying to do here. Also, Nick being involved, I think you can kind of relate to that yeah, pretty definitely. heavy. Yeah. yeah, man. We just, I just, I mean, I can't agree more with like people only see what you do like in the in the cage or you know in the press conferences or interviews, but no one really knows like how you are as a person. You know, like I know you, I met you, I was extremely like comfortable with you straight away. I knew you had a great heart. You know, you have a great family, so. This was a big one for us. You know, I knew that I wanted to, you know, we wanted to get you on because we feel like you're cut from the same cloth. Like you, you have, you know, your tight crew like back home, you do it for your family. You're just a genuine fucking good bloke. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. hundred. We do really appreciate yeah, you coming sure. on for yeah. real. hundred percent. I appreciate you guys having me, man. And vice versa. You know what I mean? Obviously, uh, yeah, man, like me meeting, uh, meeting you was, uh, was, was incredible. Cause I, again, I didn't know, I didn't know a, a, a heap. You know what I mean? I sat in and I ended up like, talking about, I mean, he's a, he's a cool dude. You know? He's a nice, chill, cool dude. But uh, that's the thing. You're, you're never going to know anyone. But I mean, like, yeah, you just need to put a, put a camera in front, in front of your face and get, and get out there, man. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's what I've uh, started to realize. Before, I was just, I hated this this sort of stuff. Yeah. Not hate it. Like, I've always liked it, but I didn't really know what to do. But now, uh, you know, uh, I, I guess I'm we're, we're lucky enough to have a good, good, good team, enough team around me to, yeah. to make it happen. I enjoy yeah. it. As I said, I love chatting shit, so pleasure to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we obviously appreciate it heaps and, uh, and yeah, just, you know, giving us the time out of your day. We obviously just, you know, probably just need to let you go and get, get on with the rest <laughs> of your day. You know, you've got plenty of training to do. Uh, no worries, you're all, mate. But, like I said, that's probably, uh, probably my fault because uh, you ask me a question, I'll answer. <laughs> 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 no, but Awesome. Um, you know, to everyone out there listening, you know, make sure you guys give it a five star, you know, like, comment, subscribe on it and, you know, we'll see you in the next episode.